and welcome to Chit and Chat, a podcast all about encouraging others. Who needs encouragement? You? Well, we've got you covered. We reach out to musicians, comedians, and other organizations who are all about encouraging their communities. Help us spread the love by sharing this podcast. And now, here's your host of Chit and Chat, Jody Sheffield. This podcast is all about encouragement, and I reach out to nonprofits, and musicians, and comedians, and whoever I can find that can come on here and share their story, struggles they've been through, and, and challenges they're facing. Everyone, I believe, has a story, and through each story, people have faced depression, anxiety, addictions of drugs and alcohol, perhaps, you know, were on the streets for a number of years. People who were lost physically, mentally, or even spiritually. And through these stories, they have found hope, patience, kindness, and encouragement. My guest today, Daryl Thomas, was born and raised in Oklahoma City. He currently lives here in the Kitsap County area has been known as a musician, a musical artist in our community for quite some time. And he is now an investor and content creator for his own podcast and YouTube channel called The Money Level Show, where he focuses on trends and geopolitics and how it affects money and investments. It is my honor today to have on Daryl Thomas, a.k.a. Smiley D, or now Daryl Dominic on Chit Chat. Welcome to Chit Chat, a podcast of encouraging one another. Uh, today I'm excited to have on, do a face-to-face a podcast interview in his own backyard. It's my honor to have on local musician from Kitsap County, Daryl Dominic. And today Daryl will be sharing a little bit about his story and my goal for Air Podcast is to share encouragement and encouraging words, whoever we can, we can help, that can be facing some hard times. Hello, Daryl. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well, man. <laughs> blessed, blessed by the best. Uh, I think so. it's taking out time of your busy schedule to be doing a face-to-face. This is the first for me, so it's good to see someone instead of going over the phone. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love uh, content creation and being able to share you know, my story, hear other people's story, and, and how we can help each other grow, how we can help each other you know, move throughout life. In your early years, you were creating songs that were based from going off the streets. What were a few songs that you wrote while on the streets that you kind of gone, ah, oh, those are my street songs back in the days? Yeah, uh, I have songs like uh, The Streets Is Me. That was one of them. Uh, that was kind of just like, um, you know, my identity was like, you know, the, the streets and wanting to be... Um, you know, accepted by the streets, loved by the streets. Um, uh, the streets be loyal to me, but, you know, all those things were like, you know, false hopes, you know, because the streets ain't loyal. The mm-hmm. streets, you know, don't love you. <laughs> you it's know? true that. And, uh, and all those things. But, you know, at that time, it was like it was something that was really, um, you know, something I was really involved in. And, and I felt like 
that was where my connection and my belonging was. Yeah. Even though it took me a while to realize, like, you know, that wasn't the best for me. So I kind of jumped ahead of myself. I have some ice bar icebreaker questions for you. So yeah. I, I was just a little early the uh, the meal right there. So yeah, yeah. a few questions for you. If you can meet any three artists, musicians, for a few hours over a cup of coffee, whatever, pick their brains and kind of share some content or ideas, who would those three three artists be? Uh, three artists, let's see. I would say uh, Lupe Fiasco, that's my favorite artist. He's uh, very, well, <clears throat> knowledgeable in history and... Um, and you just hear it in the songs, like just everything he raps about, like he just has so much, a wealth of knowledge of a lot of different things, traveled the world, all those things. And so like, mm. I really, you know, aspire to that. And even his styles, like how he can rap over hip hop beats, he can rap over rock beats, jazz beats, wow. you know, cool. he's just so versatile. I just love that. Um, <clears throat> so that would be my first. Uh, second would be. Uh, Jay-Z. I would like to meet Jay-Z just because Jay-Z is a, a business brain and, and he he saw uh, beyond just music, you know, and how he can, you know, be able to set himself up to be, you know, one of the wealthiest, you know, African-Americans, mm. uh, you know, out alive. And, um, <clears throat> and so just looking up to like that, like how you can branch out beyond uh, just being in music and like, okay, what's your longevity plan? Um, right, yeah. You know, and so like a lot of times musicians don't think about that. Uh so that would be my second. Um and then I, I would say uh as far as uh, the next one would probably be Kendrick Lamar. I really like Kendrick Lamar, I like his uh his styles, um uh, and the things he, he uh he talks about, uh, even when he talks about, you know, faith and God and I mean he's had so many songs especially uh, when he was underground about you know his faith in God and and, and Christ and everything and you know just being able to explore that more with him mm -hmm. and be able to um, you know talk more more with them on those things and so yeah, be cool. uh, so yeah so those those are probably my top three All right. um, you, got a, you got an extra one yeah top I, of your head? I, I, was, I would say I was I got another one All I right. would say Eminem okay I have to meet Eminem uh, just I watched one of his documentaries. Just like this guy is just so influential, especially to my childhood and everything. He was funny. He was, you know, he was very controversial and everything. And and um, and you know, I just like he he's just super talented. Just like how his rhyme patterns and everything is just like over my head sometimes. Like how is he <laughs> compiling all this together to make sense? And so uh, Eminem would be would be uh, one of them as okay. well. So. Yeah. Who has inspired you along your journey, perhaps, that pushed you not to quit, not to give up, uh, all the hooplas kind of pushing you to keep going and not to, you know, not to, to stop? Yeah, I, I would say uh, first it would be my mom's. You know, she, she was praying for me when I was in the streets. She was praying for me when, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was lost, you know, and, uh, and she always knew that I would just come back, you know, come back to – uh, know who God is and come back to the faith and everything. So she's definitely uh, <clears throat> inspired me along the way and, and you know, help uplifted me. And so um, that's from an early age to, you know, it's still happening today, you know. So she, she's probably been the most. Your mom's very local? Uh, no, she, she's actually in, uh, in Phoenix. Okay. Uh, warmer, so she, warmer climate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's out there. She used to live up here. We're, we're originally from Oklahoma City, but 
Um, I live in, you know, Washington. She's over in Phoenix. So, okay. Yeah. What is your dream job? If you could stop and just do one thing and, you know, God said to you, I want you to do this, what would that be? Uh, dream job. Uh, I, I would say probably uh, a couple years ago it would have probably been to do music, okay. you know, uh, full time. But um, now probably I, I think I'm more into the podcast and content creation and just – um, having that broad scope of being able to like incorporate all these things, um, you know, like it's. I feel like the days of just doing music is over. Mm. Like you know, like people want to see inside your life. People want to see how you think, how you, how do you uh, move throughout society and stuff. And a lot of stars were you know almost untouchable you know back in the day, but now they're having to do reality television. They're having to post the stories, do more Instagram lives. Like, people want to see, like, just how these people mm-hmm. live their lives, mm-hmm. you know. And um, <clears throat> and I think uh, just being able to uh, create content such as podcasts and um, and explore different topics and be able to talk, you know, speak your truth and all those different things. And I, I think those that's something that I would like to do okay. um, full-time, that, and be able to, you know, do motivational speeches and such like that. So and That's awesome. I'm giving you and your wife two tickets to go anywhere in the world for a, say, a two-week vacation. Where are you guys going? Oh, anywhere in the world. <laughs> huh. I think uh, a few times we've, we've talked about, um, well, at least I've talked about, uh, <laughs> you know, South Africa, uh, being able to see, you know, some of the, the, the animals, giraffes, oh, yeah. you know, lions and things like that like just be able to experience and see them up close or whatnot hopefully the bus the tour bus doesn't break down or something but, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's kind of like one of the one of the um the um the places that that i would like to go okay. and um yeah so yeah that's that's one of the places so those listening who is daryl dominic mm-hmm. he responded to you years ago now you're, you rebrand a little bit. We'll discuss that later. Mm-hmm. But give a, a little brief bio on who Daryl Dominic is for those who don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah. So I've been uh, <clears throat> doing hip-hop for a long time. My name formerly was Smiley D. I went through a whole rebranding and name change back in 2019 uh, just to offer my uh, fans just more consistent uh, quality across the board. Um and to be able to evolve as an artist and, and as a person and uh, being able to, you know, be known by a name that, you know, could be timeless because it's my actual name mm-hmm. uh, versus like Smiley. It's like, oh, if I'm six years old, dropping a rap song, like, I don't know if I want to be called Smiley. <laughs> I might be grumpy at that Grumpy, time, there you know? go. Yeah, yeah. Grumpy so, D. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, and, you know, Smiley D was like a street name too. So it was just like, it was it was good to like just evolve from that. So, uh, so me, I, I do uh, music still under Daryl Dominic. I also do a podcast um, called The Money Level Show, where I um, well mostly YouTube channel uh, where I speak about finance and investing, and um, and that's been like probably the more um, the more uh, prominent side of me uh, since the pandemic started. It's just I've consumed a lot of knowledge on just. Um, investing, finance, mm-hmm. macroeconomics, how politics affect uh, you know people like us mm-hmm. um, with policies that that are that are passed, and 
all those different things and just how it affects investments in general. And so uh, I watch the markets that way. And that's that's kind of like how I watch um, watch my uh, investments and, you know, looking towards the, the future and just being like, hey, you know, I want to be able to, you know, as long as God has us here, like it's my responsibility mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, provide for my kids, teach my kids the way and, you know, leave them something, you yeah. know, if I can. And yeah, teaching the right way, not the way that the world or yeah. society wants us to teach our kids, yeah. which is, I would say, ask backwards. Yeah. And it really is. Mm-hmm. You know, God's got us to, to be good fathers, good parents, yeah. and to teach our, our kids and our grandkids. That's pretty, you know, imp- crucial and important in today's yeah. society. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and just thinking about, like, even, even in terms of, like, financial, <clears throat> financial things, like, the world has taught us how the opposite mm-hmm. of how we should teach our kids. Like, you know, we've taught taught our kids a lot of uh, consume more than you produce yep. or consume more than you need to. Credit scores and credit cards. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you my know? goodness. So, it, it's so, like, we're, you know, a very consumption-based nation that's based off of, like, you know, um, that's, um, you know, have shifted towards being based off of, you know, our identity being in our materials or, or how we look and things like that when the wealthiest people you know they'll they'll wear t-shirts from from goodwill mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and like and drive and drive a beater car to get yeah. point a to b you know things like that so uh you know i just think that you know we've you know been taught the you know we've been passed down to us you know uh, and we've taught our kids the the wrong way to right be able to do that so just like correcting that and like teaching my kids about like okay money is a tool like how do you how do you um give to others mm-hmm. how do you be in a position to bless someone else's ministry how do you uh, get yourself in a position to where you can take care of your family during the hard times oh, yeah. you know by being responsible you know and being a good steward of, of what god has given you so those are some things i'm passionate about you walked the past, living on the streets and trying to find your way towards manhood. Mm-hmm. I read that in a couple of interviews you did. How difficult was that? Yeah, it's was, it was very difficult. Um, I mean, it, it's almost like that saying, you know, looking for love in the wrong places. Um, and I think a lot of it now, I process it now, is just that, uh, you know, growing up with a single mother, like, and not having that father figure in the home, you know, when you get, like, a certain age, <clears throat> you know, your teenage years, then you start to, like, look to, like, okay, well, what does manhood look like? And then you're you're trying to find, like, who can I grab onto, mm-hmm. you know, for this idea of manhood? You know, if there's no stepfather, there's no mentor in the, in, in the role, um, there's no, and your father isn't necessarily in that role either. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> so, you know, I looked to the streets, and that, that was how I developed, you know, kind of a mentality of, like, uh, a street mentality, you know, of living, you know, life with a lot of risks, okay. uh, risks that can get you into prison, risks that can, uh, you can end up dead, you know, yep. and things like that. So um, that that journey towards manhood was very crucial in those teenage years. Um, I mean, even, you know, now, like seeing with my own son, like he, you know, grew up a mama's boy, but now he's like getting to the teenage years. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, okay, things are kind of shifting because he's not like, listening to his mom as much as he was before. Yeah. And, like, now it's, like, taking my influence to, like, really impact him, you know, more. Yeah. So, um, and me and his mom, we've been split up and stuff, so we're in the different households, but I'm starting to see that that trend happening now. Just so. being consistent as a, as a dad, just being 
mm-hmm. the best you can and being consistent. Yeah, yeah. You know, and not waver on your rules or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's pretty crucial too. The kids know structure. Yep, yep. Yep. So yeah, I think, and also like it's it's kind of like the the explanation of things. Like, I think um, you know, especially like me growing up, like you don't question you know, why we believe in God. You don't question, you know, why this or why that. Mm-hmm. You just know it's not good for you. Yep. And I think that that was kind of a problem because um, you should question things. You should be able to think logically, like, and actually come up with probabilities for what's going to happen, what could happen in your situation if, if you do X, Y, and Z, you know. And so, um, <clears throat> and so now I'm at this point, even with my own son, where it's like he's um, – you know, we're having these conversations that are like, hey, like, okay, so you did X, you know, okay, so what are the consequences for X? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the potential consequences? What are the benefits? What are the consequences? I want you to actually think this through. And so those are like some of the things like I'm working with my son on, okay. you know, and, and it's like kind of going deeper into like, you know, thinking before you act, mm-hmm. knowing the probabilities, knowing the consequences, knowing the risks, knowing all these things, you know, and having a conscience before you just jump and just do something, right. you know. And so the, those are some of the things like that we're working on. Do you remember the first song you wrote, what it was and where it was, uh, when you first started writing? Mm-hmm. What what song was that when you first started? You remember your first song you wrote? First song I wrote. Um, I honestly don't remember the name. I was probably like 12 years old at okay. that time. Uh, my mom's friend, he was a, my mom's f- friend's son, he was a rapper. So I told him I wanted to rap. And so he pretty much, what he did was uh, I started writing lyrics and stuff. And I told him that I rap. And he said, oh, you rap? And so he got on a song with me. And we <laughs> rapped on this beat. We recorded it on a cassette. Okay. I wish I still had it, but I don't even remember what I was rapping about. Cassettes. People listening now probably don't know what a cassette is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was was right before we started burning to CDs. So you're transitioning from cassettes to CDs, and then then we came MP3s later, you know. Back in my days, we could put the cassette in and record off the radio. Yeah. You know, that was a few years ago. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Did you, I don't know if you said it or not in your interviews, but you did the on the streets for a while, or you were just kind of on off the streets for a little while? Uh, not necessarily on the streets, okay. like as far as like homelessness okay. or anything. Just kind of, um, kind of running, running on the streets, basically. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Just you know, pretty much running the streets and and things like that. I've how always, long was that? That was probably a good uh, five, six years, mm. um, <clears throat> and that was pretty much like. You know, I was a hustler, so it was like, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna hustle my way and make sure I'm not homeless. Like, and so that was kind of my mentality, you know, and. and um, and that was just how I survived too, you know, okay. where it's like, okay, well, you know, I, I don't want to live on the streets, so I'm going to get out here and figure out a way to get it, you mm-hmm. know? And so, <clears throat> so I've never lived on the streets and was homeless or okay. anything. Who was this, uh, someone who talked to you about Jesus and kind of about faith and really kind of got you thinking, this is not the best way, you know, I'm living. That's another way for me to, mm-hmm. you know, live right. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I would say, uh, I mean, obviously my mom's, you know, she raised us in church and everything. But uh, when I was in the streets, I would say I had a friend named Isaac who um, he was a Christian rapper and he was also a videographer. So he would shoot uh, music videos for us, for me. And um, 
he'll minister to me during those music videos. Oh. And and like, you know, it got to the point where I was just like, dude, I'm not I'm not ready. I, I know I know what it takes to walk this life. Like I'm not ready for it. You know, I'm not ready to surrender. The words kind of suck in, though, I'm sure, in your mind. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, ironically, you know, he's he's not a believer anymore. He's, um, I, I don't know if he's an atheist or what, but um, but he definitely was there for me. I mean, even when there's times where, you know, I felt like darkness in my soul or, or like, you know, felt like I was being spiritually oppressed, okay. you know. Um, and even when I felt those times, I would reach out to him. And he'd be like, call out to Jesus, man, call out to Jesus. And... I wouldn't respond to him, mm. you know, because it's just like I was battling within myself. Like, you know, this is I know what it takes to some degree to walk this life right. and having to lay down your life, lay down your dreams, lay down your goals, you know, things that you wanted to do since you was a kid, maybe, you know, and um, and I just wasn't ready for it. And so like, but he was one that definitely played a role in, in my life during that time. And you you and I are, probably, are, are total opposites. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in church. I didn't have the hard life, you know, and, and, and God knew today we'd come together and share encouragement to people who were struggling, who have been through hard times, mm-hmm. that, that God can get them out of, out of the pits and yep. the valleys and, and get them on the right path. And so I, I really believe that you know, our, our paths cost for a reason today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's also like, <clears throat> I know like even in my life, like it's, um, you know, like doing working in the fields I work in, like you know, full time. You know, I worked. I was a juvenile probation officer mm-hmm. for a while. Uh, now I work in tribal child welfare. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, working these social work fields. Like I've seen kids that have harder lives than me mm-hmm. than I had. You know, as a kid. Yeah, like I had some struggles. My mom, single mom, working. You know, trying to provide for five kids. You know, all that stuff. Like struggles, living in the hood and everything. But, but she still like kept me away from the gangs like mm. she you know and <clears throat> and you know when I look back at that it's like okay yeah I had it I had it hard but like you know sometimes I'm running across kids and I'm like man like you know your mom was doing this my mom wouldn't do that you know like and and just like you know seeing like sometimes people got it harder and so like you know for me like you know I I, I recognize I acknowledge like my upbringing in church but I was more um you know, hard-headed and not and not wanting to follow the way, even mm-hmm. though the way was presented in front of me. So, right. Yeah. Can you relate to kids a little? I'm sure you can. And you're what you've been through, gone through to kids today. Going, hey man, this is not the life. It's for you. You know, God's got a plan for you. Mm-hmm. You know, is it is it help that you had, had that background you have to help these kids who are struggling? Yeah, I think it makes our connection more organic, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. I mean, and just how I communicate and, and connect with them. Um, but ultimately, you know, I, I really, um, I'm very into the point of like, you know, letting them know um, that they have to make the choice. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and like, you see the risk, you see X, Y, and Z, you see this, you see that going on in your life. Like, this is another way, okay. you know? so. It's it's been impactful in that way, you know, and even being able to talk to kids about God that that don't um, really know what they believe, right? You know, and and just being there with them, being able to hear them out, being able to share, you know, my thoughts or share 
Sometimes it ends up in debates. Yeah, we, sometimes we debate stuff, you know. So it's, it's I came fun. across a quote you said, your purpose is to share your story, how faith of God brought you through all the struggle you faced. Yeah. You know, that's still true today, huh? Yes, indeed. I watched several of your videos preparing for your interview, a lot of your songs. Uh, and uh, what are some of the coolest locations of the videos you, you did at? Let's see. Uh, probably some of the coolest locations. I really like the... Uh, the locations where you, you technically you're not supposed to be at, <laughs> so like the no trespassing locations, okay. those are those are pretty fun. I remember we shot a video in Everett, and we had this. It was just an abandoned apartment complex. It was just everything that I wanted in a video, <laughs> and um, and you know that was kind of like uh, you know one of those things, and uh, it was also. Uh, a few other places was um, these old older buildings. Like I've shot a video in uh, St. Louis, oh. and uh, one of the youth centers that my friend worked out. They just had floors and floors of just you know uh, old like classrooms, uh, old pianos around, oh, wow. and everything. And it was just <laughs> so much stuff that you could do. Um, uh, same thing for. Um, another location in Seattle that, that I was able to film at. Okay. So I, I really like those places that, that you know, it's hard to access, you know, and it doesn't right. look, um, you know, like usually artists. Kind of vintage, kind of worn down a little bit? or Yeah, vintage, worn down, um, and just, um, yeah. I mean, even in, I think we shot a video in Tampa, you know, it's this abandoned warehouse just <laughs> sitting there, and we just slid through the door, and like, <laughs> You're like, man, they got like the crane chains and they got this, they got that. Like it was just a, it was amazing. Nice. <laughs> you know, so, nice. so I really like those places where you're technically not supposed to be. So, <laughs> so it's good to have rain. I think I met you around two thousand eleven and when you were smiling the day you mentioned about rebranding. What'd that mean to you when you took that step of rebranding yourself to, you know, a different a new a newer Daryl. Yeah, I guess with newer ideas and fresher ideas and kind of content that's more about faith based, possibly. Or is that was that hard for you? Uh, it wasn't hard. Uh, it was just more. Um, I felt like it was what I needed, you okay. know, to get a a jump start and and everything. Because I felt like I was plateauing a lot um, as Smiley D. Like you know, you know, you had your heights and you had your lows and everything, and mm-hmm. then. Then when I rebranded it, just like I did, you know, some songs with some bigger name artists um, uh, in the Christian hip hop community, and it was like a, a quick jump start. And it's like, oh, like, okay, yeah, now a lot of people getting to know me as Daryl Dominic, you know, and and being able to uh, reach people more. And I even took it took it a different level with as far as business, like being able to. Uh, track data, being able to gain access to my fans outside of social media because you're pretty much building your your house on someone else's land, you know. And if you did, you get a lot of encouragement during that process? Yeah, yeah, I had mentorship from uh, some bigger artists, like one artist, uh, Thizzle. Um, he's a good friend of mine. He was mentoring me and and uh, helping me through the process. And and you know, he's he's had a lot of success and everything. And so it was kind of like. You know, he said it, and it was like, okay, well, you actually have credibility, so 
I'm actually going to listen to what you're saying and, and absorb it. And That's so, some Joe Smell on the street. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So that you was have something. good cred, I'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned you're, uh, you're married, have kids, right? Yep, so yep. your ages? Yep, so uh, I have a son, he's 12, a daughter who's four, and then we have one on the way during okay. October. So. Congrats. Thank you, thank Your you. Your son rapping at all, writing songs yet? Uh, <laughs> no, I think he's tried a couple times, but uh, not, not seriously that right. I know of. Yeah. Uh, you, are, you are a man of many hats. I was reading about you. You're a content creator. You have your own podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, most people don't know, we're brothers. We're brothers in Christ. Yep, yep. You know, so being a, a, a father... And raising your kids and, and and sharing the faith the best you can, yeah. I think that's our most important hat is to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, of all the all the hats you have, the juggling around, does life get too crazy sometimes? You gotta, you gotta step back and go. I need to breathe a little bit. This is I'm juggling too many balls in the air. Yeah. You know. So yeah, yeah, it, it happens quite often, and, and normally it's it's a uh, situation that that. Um, forces me to to sit down and kind of reevaluate <clears throat> what I'm thinking, what or what I'm doing, and where I'm uh, allocating most of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as far as last month, I had a minor heart attack, and that oh, was what? like, yeah. So that was that was kind of one of the ones. I mean, it was a small artery and stuff, but still, nonetheless, it's like still like concerning, and, mm. and like then it's like, okay, well, I need to start cutting some stuff out. I need to start. You know, really just evaluating what I'm doing mm-hmm. uh, with my time and not just, you know, just throwing my time everywhere. And, right. you know, time's our most valuable asset, you know, and as, as far as like, you know, in this in this world, you know, oh, yeah. and, and um, what we do at that time is very important. And so <clears throat> so I'm still trying to figure it out in a lot of ways, but I've definitely gotten to a place where I can just, you know, relax, you know, uh, be able to uh, reflect you know, meditate, um, take care of the fam, be present with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big one. And, um, yeah, it's been helpful. So this podcast is all about encouraging people. And I, I mentioned to you, as we started earlier, I uh, based it off First Thessalonians 5.11. It mm-hmm. says, encourage one another and lift, lift each other up. Yeah. What words of encouragement would you have to someone who's struggling out there, who's kind of lost, either physically, mentally, or even spiritually? Not sure where they're at or what to do. Mm-hmm. How would you? What words of encouragement would you give someone? Uh, I would just say, um, I mean, mostly a question uh, would be, um, you know, what's most important to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you have to really assess that because we're gonna do in life what's most important to us. And so, like, that's kind of one of the the questions I I theme my. Uh, my actions around like mm-hmm. it's like okay well if i'm you know spending more time you know doing things for leisure as opposed to like self-development or mm-hmm. you know growing in my faith or whatnot then you know self-development and growing in my faith may be important to me but my actions are showing that me having fun or me spending my time on leisure mm-hmm. is more important mm-hmm. you know so uh, those, those are kind of some of the things that that i really look at in terms of, you know, in terms of life. And for people that struggling, I mean, that can look like, you know, um, uh, I mean, struggling with addiction. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously addiction has, you know, it's medical appointment, uh, medical components to it where it's, you know, um, where it can be um, affect you physically, mm-hmm. you know, how you think, how you, you know, altering your brain, all those types of things. 
but it's also one of those things where a lot of people don't want to be in that position, you know, and it's like, okay, well, you know, at, at some point we do have to, you know, exercise some form of, you know, uh, responsibility, you know, or, or our actions, right. you know, and, and act on what's most important to us. And so, and that could be taking a step in this direction, taking a small step. It could be a taking a step, taking a big step, you know, whatever that looks like, you know, what is most important to you. So, you know, if God is most important to us, then, you know, we should be spending time with God. We should be, you know, teaching our family about God, you mm-hmm. know, all those different things. So, you know, really asking yourself what's most important to you and acting on that. So, you know, having a Bible app on our phones, we can't say, oh, I ain't got a Bible. It's, yeah, yeah. it's with you yeah, yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love doing the, I do a daily devotion on the YouVersion Bible app. And I had a good go. I had 380 days going. And I, I forgot about it. I missed it. I just all over again. I'm like, oh, man, I had a good streak going. My day, It was a repetition. Every morning, mm-hmm. we just used a daily verse in the Bible and, and yeah. scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go back to your singing for a second. Um, we got any albums coming out soon? Or some songs or you know, some songs or albums yeah. coming out you want to share about? Yeah, so I just released a single called uh, No Love. I released that in uh, February. Mm. Uh, that's featuring V. Rose, who is a, <clears throat> a well-known singer. And then I also just released the EP on uh, March 31st uh, called Freedom Mentality. And that is actually available on Spotify and all the streaming platforms and, and everything. So those are the, the most recent things that I've released and I've got some things I'm working in in the background too so saw your catch 22 right I saw that one in the courthouse I saw yeah yeah that was a that was pretty just watching for me it was more like, it's like a cinematic movie mm-hmm. and watching the, the the story of that it was like wow I was whew, I never had gone through that issue before but I could feel the, the agonizing pain that that yeah. he was going through yeah that was uh yeah, yeah, that was you know that was Chills. yeah, and that was under Smiley D. But that was uh, that song was uh, you know I have my wife and my daughter in the in the in the video. Okay, but uh, <clears throat> that song was just like it was things that I faced. Um, I mean, we're all faced with um, you know catch twenty twos at some point. You know, mm-hmm. especially when we're we're trying to uh, do what's right and get ahead. You know, and and. And I, I think that those trials are made to make us stronger, and I feel like they made they made me stronger for sure. All right. Um, but you know, just being able to acknowledge, like, hey, there are people out there trying. You know, everybody isn't just trying to get over on the system or trying to, you know, uh, get over in a way that just benefits them. Like, there's people that actually come out of those circumstances that are mm-hmm. actually trying to do good and, and, and stuff. So, Can you tell me a little bit about money levels about your podcast. Yeah. So. Um, I started at Money Levels in, um, uh, it was in October of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the pandemic was the biggest uh, lesson for me uh, when I was, because um, uh, when the pandemic hit, we had all the lockdowns, people losing their jobs. Yeah. And like, for me, it was like, I really started thinking like, man, I'm, I'm in a, uh, you know, I'm at the mercy of my job right now. Like, you know, I don't have savings. I don't have a six-month emergency fund. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to be dependent on the government, you know, to take care of my family. Yeah. Like, me as a man, as a father, as a husband, that doesn't feel right for me. Um, and so it really just drew, drove me to, like, start picking up the books. And so, I, you know, at first I had the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book sitting on my bookshelf for, like, three years, <laughs> right? Had to pull the dust off it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I started consuming it, reading it, and I was like, oh, wow. 
started reading other books, you know, going to YouTube, finding, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's channel. He was bringing on other people he interviewed on his podcast, mm-hmm. and it just took me down a rabbit hole. And <laughs> before you know it, I started just getting into, like, <laughs> a lot of uh, macroeconomics and what is the Federal Reserve doing? What What is this policy doing? Mm-hmm. How does that policy affect us? How does this affect us? And um, how, how does the election affect us? What's going to happen after that? You know, like... And it started driving, like, my <clears throat> my passion to, like, learn, you know, trends that happen in, you know, our country and also in the world mm-hmm. and how they ultimately will affect us. Okay. And so, uh, and affect our money, affect our investments, you know, affect, uh, you know, affect everything. So, yeah. so like, I, I just really um, look at that and, and see how, like, money is tied to a lot of things. I mean, you know, when you look at divorce, like, a lot of divorces are, like, you know, tied to money. You know, money issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look at, you know, us having to go work, you know, by the sweat of our brow, you know, it's tied to money. Yeah. Um, you know, and just even looking at the biblical approaches of like, you know, the parable of the talents, you know, and and things of that nature, and and using it as a tool. Or Joseph of of Arimathea who buried Jesus because he he had the wealth to be able to give Jesus a proper burial. Mm-hmm. You know, and him being. Just staying on the cross was was a, a form of disgrace uh, to the Jews and everything, and so like just looking at all those different things, I was like, huh? I was like, well, this is something that um, you know I want to help people, you know, be able to navigate through, mm-hmm. and um, and I mean, because it doesn't feel good, you know, whenever you know you have a lot of uncertainty financially, and and you know if you're unable to take care of your family, like, yeah, you know, and, it's you most know, important. God says to take care of our family, you know, pretty and simple. Yeah. You know, and so it's uh, pretty important for us being dads and, mm-hmm. and husbands is, is that's our priority, you yeah. know, and teach them you know, wisdom and, and, and faith and, and everything. Yeah. And, you know, we're like a, our pastor to our own family. You know, pastors are responsible for their churches and we're responsible for our families. Yeah. You know, I think it's absolutely key in today's society. Yep, yep. And that, that was kind of like one of the things, like, it was like, it was interesting when I started learn a lot of this like even looking at the scripture like you know you can't serve both God and money and you look at like how like majority of us are going out to work for money we're going mm-hmm. out to serve money like <laughs> you know like we have to have this you know mm-hmm. to be able to survive and stuff so how can you turn that to um, a situation where money works for you right right that free you up time to be able to do do what God has called you to do you know to be able to be that you know, full-time pastor to be able to, you know, be the missionary or whatnot because you're not having to worry about money, yeah. you know. So um, those are some of the things, like, that that really impacted me. And you said you do content creation too? What do you do on that, on that side? Uh, that's that's mostly just uh, with, um, you know, our the videos on YouTube, okay. the interviews. Um, you know, I do whiteboard videos on different uh, financial concepts okay. and such and, um and yeah, so that's that's kind of my thing in content creation. Nice. Well, it's an absolute honor today to have you on in your house, nice and quiet, uh, yeah. pretty peaceful. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I truly I was speaking this uh, last couple of weeks talking to you. You know, God had a plan for us to meet, and for you to share your story about encouragement, encouraging people who are struggling, who have been gone through the last two years of that word, you know, the pandemic. And people have struggled. And business has closed down. And restaurants have closed down. And yeah. I think for us, it's going to be strong for our families and be strong for our communities. 
uh, be a kind of, I'd say a rock, but a rock for people who are struggling, who don't know God and are kind of just lost. It's nice to help us help others, you know, find their way, you know. So I appreciate your time and, and just sitting down with me today. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate you too. I got to have you bring you on my channel too. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell us more about you too. Uh, you're any more, any more, how to get, you know, to follow you. You're just on yeah. YouTube or you have a website. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, people can check me out. Uh, check out my music, just Daryl Dominic, D A R R E L L. Dominic D O M I N I C. I'm on uh, Instagram, YouTube, you know, Facebook, and everything. And then, <clears throat> if you want to learn more about, you know, finances and and um, how to invest and all those different things, I speak a lot about that on my uh, my own podcast called the Money Level Show. Uh, as far as like the podcast episodes, those are mostly interviews featuring um, uh, different uh, investors and and people that I interview on my channel. But uh, as far as uh, the different content, whiteboard videos and instructional videos and things of that nature, those are on my YouTube channel, The Money Level Show. So, yeah. Appreciate it. Daryl, Daryl, nice to meet you. Thanks, yeah. thanks, sir. Maybe you can do an intro for me one of these days. Encouragement? Yeah, yeah for, <laughs> sure, for sure. This is Chit Chat with Daryl Dominic. Thanks for joining today. great time I had today uh, having a face-to-face with Daryl Dominic as he shared about uh, where he has been, where he is at now, uh, his music, uh, who encouraged him along the way, uh, his rebranding and what it meant to him. Uh, It was great doing a podcast face-to-face with someone sitting over the phone, and we just had a great conversation uh, before and after we we finished the podcast. Check out some of his music, and uh, and thank you for joining Chit and Chat. It's always about encouraging others and getting their story, and uh, my goal has always been uh, to encourage one another and lift each other up. This is Chit Chat, encouraging one another. Have a great day. Until next time, this is Chit and Chat. This episode of Chit and Chat was brought to you by Veteran Roasters Coffee. Each purchase of Veteran Roasters Coffee helps employ one of tens of thousands of U.S. military veterans who have found hardship and difficulty upon transitioning home from service. They promise you the best beans from the best veteran-owned coffee company. Veterans helping veterans one cup at a time. Use the code CHITCHAT25 to receive 25% off your purchase at veteranroasters.com.